beauty business babe. My name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. I have Brielle here today, and I know we've done lives before. I've met you what I feel like a million times over. You know, I see you at... The small slay the spray, the big slay the spray at Wulu. So I appreciate your support so much. But um, I really cool. wanted to get you on here because of a post that you did in the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group about less than a month ago. So when, before I get into that, Brielle, do you mind just sharing a little bit about you and who you are and how we became friends? Yeah, so... <laughs> My name is Brielle Camiolo. I run and operate DD Philadelphia. It's a mobile spray tan service here in Philadelphia and surrounding areas. So March will be my official five years since I started spray tanning. I first got into it by receiving just like a not so well service. I was like, there got to be more to this. There's got to be a way to better this service. And that's when I started just following you on YouTube. I wind up getting into Facebook group. I winded up just being so just by myself and alone in my training and you were kind of like that person that I was like oh all right I'm like all right let me follow let me watch this video I like would just get in a tunnel of like videos back to back to back just kind of thinking of like all right I'm not by myself I got this and then I got in the Facebook group so I'm like I have to go to a live in-person event like just because I felt like I didn't have that that connection um when I first started so then we started meeting up in events we got to connect a couple times um more than a handful at this point and then you have your roots to PA and it's just like, now it's like we see each other all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like I seriously, I'm just like in your life. Cause I always watch you on Instagram, on social media. And the great thing about Brel and what's so inspiring is that you're so young. I know I've said this a million times over, but you are so incredibly young and so driven and you're always incredibly positive. Like your messages are super positive and I've never seen you like upset. I've never seen you in a negative state. So when I saw this message on the beauty business babes, Facebook group, I was like really shocked. And also I was so relieved because I would, I related to this so much. And I know that like we were talking about earlier, we had 102 people like the post, we had 78 people comments on it. So we know that this is something that we're all feeling right now. So if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and read the post so everybody can know what we're talking about here. All right. So Brielle on January 13th, uh, 2022 wrote being super vulnerable right now. Um, but I know I can be in this group. Has anyone else felt so off since shutdown before I was on go 24 seven, so many ideas, and then bam, forced into doing nothing. Uh, I know we're touching on almost two years, but it's like, when is my old self going to come back? If you know me personally, I did lashes, spray tans, real estate, worked at the family business, left the family business, left the last studio in November, 2021 to pursue tans more full-time and real estate. And now I'm like, shit, (laughs) 
I thought I was supposed to feel fulfilled. Like this is what I wanted, but I'm struggling to jump out of bed to want to go kill it uh, during the day. I feel more anxious, quiet, antisocial. I obviously get in my zone during TANS because I truly love the service, but it's like when I'm not in service, I'm like, okay, what now? I know I want to be that person who gets up early, glams themselves up, kills it, but I just default to wearing my comfy clothes, leave my house right before I have to leave. I just got to get my drive back. And I'm laughing because it's so relatable. It's so- uh, I know I'm, I'm getting emotional thinking about when I was writing it. It's like, uh, like I, like today actually was like a, a really good day and opportunity. Cause I like, was like, all right, I'm glad I, I had full day. I have to be ready. Cause I have obviously an interview. I have showings later today. I just met out with my real estate business, like my partners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, huh, like what a day to really just show and reflect like how much mindset, like when you wake up in the morning and all changes that, but yeah. it's It's so insane because, you know, I work from home. I don't really have the opportunity to like go out and meet people because everything I do is virtually it's things like this. It's meetings all day. It's doing my YouTube channel. It's like all in home. And I felt so heavily what you're speaking about here, where it's like, I literally wear what I'm wearing right now, which is like gym clothes, comfy clothes. I put my hat on. I never do my hair. You guys see me on my Instagram. Like I look like a mess, you know, and I just don't care because I'm just like, whatever, I'm at home. But it was interesting to see that not only did somebody that I looked at as somebody who had her shit together, like always just like, go, 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 go. I felt like you were still the Brielle that you've always been, but obviously in your life and what you see behind the scenes, cause I'm only seeing like the 1%, right. Um, you're living a different, uh, perspective. And what was interesting to me too, is that so many women in our beauty business babes, Facebook group were like, girl, I relate to this so much. And so I wanted to know a little bit more about that experience for you and really like what you felt like the biggest transition was from pre-COVID to where you're at now. Like, did you feel like you stopped routine? Did you feel like you just, what was the biggest shift that you felt like made you write this post? I think it's more so that I went from being a person who was working for, so I'll, I'll start just with like post COVID being back in work. I think it was more so that I went from a salon atmosphere where I was on the books from nine to three. I knew that if I was supposed to get a client during them times, I was on call and I was supposed to be there. So it would be like, all right, why well, have a client at nine? It's a busier day. Lashes are a little more consistent than spray teens. Um, and my time frame was different. So it would be like, all right, um, well, now I know from nine to three, I'm doing this. I'm probably going to have a couple of teens, eight the words, this and that. So once I left the salon, just because I, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled by it anymore, and the clientele was getting different, I knew that I just felt so empowered and on top of the world when I was going to do a, a mobile appointment, connecting with my clients, feeling that deeper meaning. So when, of course, we get a little like slow seasons and stuff like that, and I felt like it was like seeing other people on social media, just like how they would see me. And I'm like, wow, she's killing She's killing a day. I got one client today, or I don't have any clients. It's slow right now. And I'm thinking, like, how am I supposed to make my day that can be changed at the second? Like, how am I supposed to have a routine? I could have a show in here, a spray tan there. Like, I'm like, how do I plan out my day to not feel like I am constantly like either default into doing busy work with, I mean, I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but I'm positive I have it. Like, it's <laughs> like, how am I supposed to coordinate a day like that when like I can change my mindset or 
what I got to do in the next second. It just was like something I'm like that. I can't have a schedule. I can't do this. My life's so crazy. And now it's like, cause I opened up my schedule more since after I left lashes. And now, so it was like, damn, like, all right, well, what's, what am I supposed to do? What is, what are things supposed to be like? And then it's like, no one has that, that, that step-to-step idea, that step-by-step routine. I have to create that and make sure that it's working out for my life mm-hmm. and making sure that I stand my guards with whether it's appointment time frames that I have or making sure things also work now. Okay. For me, instead of being at the mercy of everyone else's schedule or feeling like I'm just running the day with, with no intention in mind. Yeah. I just kind of felt like I was just like, I, I wasn't giving myself plain, like set dates. I wasn't giving myself end time. So I wasn't allocating certain times to create content. I just like, all right, well, I'll do it there. And then I do other things. And I'm like, well, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I didn't feel like I, I got to choose the best day or pick how I wanted the day to run. And then that's when I'm like, feel like I'm falling behind. I'm making lists. The, the to-do list I'm making are this long and I'm only doing two things. And instead of feeling like, well, I just did two things. I'm like, well, I have 18 that I missed. Yeah. So it was just was like, oh, like, then just kind of like, um, just like personal things, family. I feel like I wasn't seeing my family enough. Like we went through a move. Uh, we, me and my boyfriend, we went to, we moved from both me and at home to moving in together. That was a whole different lifestyle change because we're moving to a different part of this city. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that just like screwed up a routine that I had for so long and just trying to be like, all right, well, how, how, and now I'm like, how am I going to coordinate an extra 20 minutes to my route? for spray teens if I have to go into the office it's just kind of just so many things at once and then being sad that I'm not doing teens I feel like oh like just feeling just like worthless like okay like but I need to have an identity outside of doing service Mm -hmm. or just give myself tasks and like an idea of a schedule that I want to have in mind and go with that and honestly most important just being less hard on myself like if it's slow take that time to relax take that time to chill it doesn't always have to be busy, 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 which like how before my mindset, I was like 24 seven on the go. I was getting, I was leaving my house at 7 a.m. Wasn't getting home until 10 a.m. Now it's like, oh, I get to stop at lunch to go actually eat food and sit, relax and not be on my phone or, or be, I think the two, the realization was like, well, I'm actually home for dinner. Yeah. I'm actually home for dinner. I get to sit, I get to eat. No one's bugging me not like bugging me but like, <laughs> like my phone's not ringing off the hook I'm like yeah that's when I was like oh shit and like in my head I always just was like not the starve it would be just like like oh my god I forgot to eat oh I'm I'm just gonna run on coffee today oh I'm gonna be in my car all day like stopping home during the day just to relax wasn't in my mindset before COVID now I'm like you know what I just gotta be grateful it is a little bit slower we're gonna pick back up busy season and of course going from like not being able to work, not being able to do service to going into like, people are like, I'm, I'm outside. I'm going to run around. I'm going to do stuff to just being slammed, jam packed. It was just a shift from like my mental health, just, just totally turned over. It was like, just feeling like, Oh, I can't do this. I'm not fulfilling my purpose to be like, Oh, I'm fulfilling my purpose. And I'm going tenfold because now I'm just accommodating everybody. And I just, I just probably looked like a zombie, like during our busy season. I felt drained. I felt exhausted. I was just running around 24 seven appointments before my day, appointments after my day. And I just really was like going into this season. I know I'm going to be more self-aware, more self-conscious, more just kind of loving myself and just being like, okay, this isn't how we have to work. So I think it just went from being one extreme to the other. And it really just kind of took like a toll. So when things slowed down, I'm like, trying not to go back into like a, like a dark spot, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you remind me a lot of myself and I've said this to you before where it's like, 
you know, I am diagnosed ADD. Um, I feel like for me, if I'm not doing something, I'm not productive. And I've had to learn to rewire my brain and essentially say, Kelly, it's okay if you watch Netflix for like a little bit, you know, if you just chill mm-hmm. and I used to not watch TV at all. So when I didn't watch TV, I was on 24 seven doing stuff. But as I, I got into uh, 2020, really like COVID, I started watching a little bit more TV. I love documentaries, whatever. So it has shifted for me a little bit. I wanted to know a little bit about like your transition. So when you went from pre-COVID, you were just slam, busy, busy, busy. COVID put a stop, obviously, to everybody's life. And then as things started to open up, when did you feel like you started getting busy again? Um, I want to say, so I remember the summer being slow. I took a handful of clients Christmas in January was slow. That's when we had our peaks around Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, very slow. March, that was when like shit popped off. <laughs> it was yeah. like from from March to October. Uh-huh. And I, I thought he I thought he was gonna be even a little bit slower during the summer because like my family gets on the shore in the summer in my head. I'm like, oh great, I'll be able to go down. No, I felt like I was constantly leaving to have to go back up or where I wasn't there. And it, it was a shame because it was like our first summer being able to do stuff and all. And I'm like, I'm MIA. I'm like, this wasn't how I had things planned, but yeah. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to take advantage of the busy season. We had record numbers that year mm-hmm. and um, it's just a lot of brides. I know the bride, the bridal events, things going to rescheduled. So it was kind of like double popping off of what last year events were, especially for people who were already scheduled. So it was like twice the amount of bookings than normal. Right. And people have, and people have to allocate different time frames and stuff. So it was like, if they had a October wedding the year before that, maybe they had to default to a summer wedding or maybe somewhere in the, the colder months. Yeah. And it was, yeah. March to October. I definitely noticed last year, just by obsidian sales, March, 2021 to about like August, September was slammed. Like I, we've never been so busy and I was so grateful mm-hmm. for that. And I was I was happy because what that meant for me, it was like, not only am I getting sales, but I know that everybody else is busy too. And that's kind of what we needed in that year, I feel like. But like you said, it's kind of like we're just shaking ourselves up and like changing up the pace. And I think for your mental health, it's usually not a very easy transition to go from busy, busy, automatically slow, busy, busy, and then slow again. Cause like, yeah, you do think like, Oh shoot. Like, are we going back to like 2020? Are we going to have to deal with like all of the nuances and like the fears and, you know, the financial instability that we had in that year. And I think it's important that, you know, one that you talked about this. So again, I thank you so much for bringing this up and being vulnerable because a lot of women that I speak to just privately have dealt with things like this. And Uh, One thing that you mentioned that really stood out to me was like the antisocial aspect, right? Like it's incredibly interesting that you say that because I remember talking to my spray tan class trainers and like we do, you know, biweekly meetings and they were like really the only people that I could lean on and talk to. And I remember saying a couple of times, I was like, guys, like I feel so awkward and feel so antisocial and when I just go out to like the store or something, you know, and I was like, why is this? Like, why is this happening? So I wanted to know a little bit about like what your experience with that part of it was. 
I think it's more so like at first it was like the mask, like just feeling like so in the congested area with so many people. I'm looking like when I would do lashes, I'm like, I know you guys don't clean your lashes, let alone take protocols and be, be, try to be safe around people. Like, right. I was like, I, I have zero faith in humanity. <laughs> so it's like, so it's just like cracking up, like, all right, just being nervous. And I think too, like afterwards watching movies, watching watching different things and be like why are they so close why don't they have a mask and it's just like such a short amount of time affecting our whole lifetime because this is going to be something I obviously would never forget but it was just like kind of like just trying to avoid people in a social setting especially a lot of people because it just was very just like awkward and uncomfortable but also not talking to as many people as I did during the day like and I would even try to give myself like little like little tasks like or if you're going to Starbucks, say, have a little conversation with the barista. If you're going in Starbucks, compliment someone on something that they're wearing. If you're call someone on the phone today and have a conversation, because it's like, especially with like school and stuff like that. I, I know when I start the, I just try to build like your vocabulary and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, well, let me read a book. Let me, let me read into something, gain knowledge about it. I'm like, well, if you're not talking about it, your vocal skills are going down. You're not, you're not understanding how the form of conversation that's out of the context of what you know. I talk spray tans all day to somebody, but if someone's like, oh, what are you besides your spray tans? I'm like, as of right now, nobody, I don't feel like anything else. But um, it was just kind of like, just having a conversation with somebody. I'm like, I'd rather not do it. I just felt so comfortable with like, not having to talk to people, not having to talk to people who weren't around me or weren't automatically my circle. And I'm like, I gotta get out of that. I gotta want to feel like going back to my old, like, even this week, I went to like my old job, grabbed the sandwich, saw people that I met beforehand. I even went to like a, a, rest, a restaurant in the neighborhood. I wound up seeing people there and I talked and I was just like, wow, like if this was me a couple months ago, I probably wouldn't have had as long of a conversation as I have. Yeah. Because it was just like my clients. So when I was going to see clients, of course, I'm, I'm building a connection with them. And, I, and then I'm there longer, longer, longer. So I'm talking their ear off because I haven't talked to as many people <laughs> as I did before. So it's like, sorry, if you're in my circle, like you're going to get all of me. But if like, you're not someone I typically see, it's like, then I felt like I was like shutting, shutting them out. But yeah, it definitely has gotten a lot better. We were just in a coffee shop right now with a lot of people. And it's like, all right, like you just feel comfortable. Because I think beforehand it was like, you always felt nervous having eyes when you kind of, you just kind of get sheltered and shut down. And I also think too, is that we got so comfortable and so like just closed in, just being indoors that anything that didn't serve us or wasn't accommodating our schedule, we didn't want to do it. Like a lot of people are remote. I mean, I know with me, like if I had the option to stay home, I'm probably going to choose that. But now I'm trying to get it to that. I'm like, all right, let me, like I said, I try to make it like a test, like a challenge, like, like, like trying to check a mark off my to-do list to be like, all right, well, let's, let's try to experience this today. Let's try to go somewhere else today. I mean, I do a lot of solo trips now, but it's like beforehand, I felt like it was like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah, I think that uh, something that you're bringing up right now is just like getting switching habits, essentially, like getting Mm -hmm. into um, more of a habitual state to do stuff. And that's something that I've struggled with in the past. And like, especially recently, you know, because like when 2020 hit, I 
didn't have to do slay the spray tours anymore. I didn't have to travel all over the world. I didn't have to go to the salon anymore. I didn't have to do like literally anything. And so for me, for somebody who was so fast paced, like I actually found so much relief in 2020, but at a certain point that shifted from relief to like isolation and to really being a homebody, which, um, you know, I, I think naturally I am for the most part, but it was out of control how much of a homebody I was like people would invite me places and I'd be like mm, no like I don't want to go because I'm just so comfortable at home and granted I was pregnant and like had a baby and all of these things you know that I was dealing with that was like a huge shift in my life but all in all like I think the bottom line comes down to we all need connection and mm-hmm. I think the masks the six feet apart you know all of these you know, whatever mandates, all of these things like have really created separation among us in the social media world, in real life. And it took a toll on a lot of people. And, you know, somebody I was talking to recently who uh, deals with a lot of clients, you know, she was like, I don't know if you've dealt with this, but like, have you felt like since 2020 people have just gone mad? Uh, They're so mean in customer service. Like they want things right this second and they're very impatient and like, they're really not nice. And I was like, I can't believe that you're saying this right now because I totally 1000% feel this. And what it comes down to, I feel like is like hurt people, hurt people. Right. So what is what we're all experiencing as the collective is some sort of pain, whether we recognize it or not. And that could be something from being like antisocial when we're socially social creatures, like our natural state of being is to connect with others. But the trauma that we've all been through, whether it's COVID related or not, it creates this separation and it rewires our brain to like protect ourselves. So we're just like, no, like we don't want to deal with anybody. Right. And I definitely feel this on a thousand percent. So um, it was really interesting for me to see and feel that like, I wasn't the only one Brielle. Cause like that to me, it was so important to hear your message. I was like reading it and I was like, this is so this relatable. This is coming from her. <laughs> this is not yeah. coming from her. And it's so damn relatable that I'm like sitting here like, it really, it brought so much relief and like security for some reason. It was like, uh, like, I'm not the only one that has to deal with this. So I know that people that are listening right now can relate to your story so much. And, um, I wanted to go into a little bit of maybe like your own ways of overcoming this. I love the tangible, um, the tangible, uh, you know, tips that you gave as far as like, I make a list in my head and I try to like talk to more people, but is there anything else like that, that you felt like has helped you get through this anxiety, depression, antisocial aspect of everything that you've been through recently? Hey, beauty business, babe. We at X-Tan Sunless are expanding our reach. We're looking for dedicated, motivated, high vibe individuals who are looking to start or grow their mobile or in salon sunless businesses. If you're interested in applying to work with our brand, head on over to xtansunless.com. Click on spray tan biz so you can get more information and fill out our form so we can schedule a discovery call and see if you're a right fit for our program. I can't wait to see you guys there so I think too was like booking other beauty services for myself for people Mm. who I felt was like minded like me had the same energy as me like especially with like lashes it's a service that's pretty long you want to make sure that you connect with somebody um the person who actually have an appointment tomorrow 
she um she's very just like a great down to earth person and I was like you know what like I, I and it holds you accountable because I know I'm someone that doesn't like to cancel I don't like to like doing an cancel last minute I like I make sure I show up so I've been trying to and also just build the woman economy and and helping other other beauty babes and um so that's kind of something I've been doing it's kind of like using different service providers going to get services done not only does it make me feel better feel better about myself I'm connected with other women I'm having a conversation and also kind of knowing that I'm not alone and that other people are dealing with especially people local to me just because yeah. I know we have a whole platform of women all over, but it, sometimes it's just, it's very different to like, just connect with someone that's like face to face. So um, that's been one way I've done it. Um, having content days with people um, kind of like in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my best friends that I found through tanning, she's an esthetician at a salon in Center City. Um, Carly, so me and Carly, uh, my photographer, Ashley, um, and we have a couple other girls. We're actually doing a content day on Sunday. So it's kind of like all of us are going to come together, do content, which is usually something you do by yourself. You do it mm-hmm. in the comfort of where you're at. You pull up your computer or you you do reels in front of a ring light. I mean, it's awkward doing it in front of people, but we're going to get it done. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so awkward. And um, it's just like having that, just being around other people, just kind of like giving myself like little exercises. My boyfriend asked if I wanted to do dinner on Saturday night and like, like, and then he'll be like, oh, well, do you want to go out after? And like, to me, I'm like, I know, like, that's like, I always say no, but I was like, I was like, all right, I'll go out Saturday. I'll try to go out, have fun. Cause it's also too, besides like not want to be around people, like just trying to stay. Cause I feel like if I'm, if I'm home and I feel like I'm in my cocoon, I feel protected and this, and that I'm like, I'm literally going to just wither away and not have any experiences and I'm just going to be just that hermit because it's like it's tough it's tough to get out of that mindset of being like all right I'm going to stay home work on myself do do laptop work and Mm -hmm. be comfortable exactly be comfortable when hey how about I get dressed up get ready feel good take a selfie to post on Instagram and just try to enjoy myself and get out of my comfort zone that's that's the thing that bothers me it's like it just gives me some anxiety thinking about going out and doing stuff like more like a social aspect like you said and it's just like I have to just get out of that because before I mean I never was like a person that really went out and did something like this just here and there for maybe special events or whatever but I'm like it's to the point that I'm like all right what is the deeper meaning of all of this and I just had to get out once and realize things are okay and just feel mm-hmm. good about it because it's just like it's just a mindset of just feeling like all right like am I going to go out and enjoy myself or am I going to think about work or am I going to think about all the negative things ever on my whole night right it sucks because it's like I I never I always been a social person like I mean I guess during the day (laughs) during the day and just like Mm -hmm. taking clients and this and that and that's just always what I thought was that but I'm like I just have to realize that there's there's more to life I have Mm -hmm. to get out more I have to experience more things like I, my, one of my best friends, uh, he's a realtor. He's in Florida right now. And I'm looking at him like, I shouldn't be looking at him being envious because I had that same opportunity that seemed that I deserve that too. And that's something I really have to like put myself out there and actually take, take the chance on myself and do that. Cause everyone else is going to live their life. I can't just be sitting back watching everyone live life. Right. You work too hard, right? You work too hard. And what is the root of working so hard? Like, why did you end up doing all of the things that you're doing? And 
typically like for me, I ask myself that question. I'm like, why am I working so damn hard? And a lot of it is because I want the freedom. I want financial freedom. I want time freedom. I used to love to travel like throughout my entire life up until like recently 2020. I, that's why I did slay the spray. Cause I love to travel to different like areas and I love to like experience the different cultures and the different people. And like, I just, I'm so obsessed with traveling. And that was like one of my main things. Right. So for you, my question would be like, what is the root of why you work so hard? I think I, and I know I said this before, I think it's just like legacy to have a name to build, to build a name, but you're not going to build a name when you're burnt out, when you're, yes. when you're envious of what your clients are traveling to knowing that could be you. Like, yes. and like, I, I do have to take um, time off for a wedding that I'm in in October. So I'm like thinking in my head, like, oh, I'm in the wedding, but let me make this a vacation. I'm like, no, there to be a whole nother event. There to be a whole nother event. I take a vacation to and just enjoy myself, which mm-hmm. a lot of people like may listen to this. I know you, my family too. They're like, why do you think that way? Like, mm-hmm. what is wrong? And it's mm-hmm. just like, just something in my head, something I always embodied was just like worth multiple jobs. It was like, yeah, the money's great. I like money's good to come in, but money comes and goes. Obviously there's like a finite amount of money. Mm-hmm. There's different that, but it's like the opportunities are what is really going to like, just keep you going. And just like, like we just made a hundred five star reviews on Google as of last awesome. night. And I'm like that, I feel like it was just so slow, didn't accomplish anything. And then I hit that and I was like, oh, that's why I do it. Like, <laughs> I, I want to be, I want to be the best in Philadelphia. I want people to know our name, to know our tier and our stature. And like, I even switched up how my, my bags look, all my bags are black now. It's like, mm-hmm. I wanted to make it look like a five-star service. Yeah. So that, it was like that, to have a legacy, maybe possibly bring my family in be able to have properties, residual income and things like that. But it's like, I need to think long-term and short-term like, yeah, legacy, that's going to be years down the line. We're already five in most likely five more, 10 more, who knows, make it bigger. But it's like, I got to think of like, all right, well, if there's money now that we can use going into my, like I'm watching my friend now, he's like living on cloud nine. I know he's going to come back. So juiced up and ready to like, accomplishes goals and feel anything. And I'm looking at him like, that's what I need. I'm like, I need a little reset. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, like, I guess in my head, I was just like, all right, this is it. Cause I grew up in a family. Every like no one really retired. Everybody worked until the end. Like it's that's, I always saw that. So it's kind of tough when like my dad's in a tow truck 24, seven, seven days a week. My mom's working two jobs. Like we were little kids. We always just seen our families whatever so I think just seeing how they grew up kind of reflected into me to be like oh well we're we're taking a vacation it's going to be quick short maybe a weekend when they separated my stepmom and my dad they they always went on vacations they took a week in the summer to go down there and I would like when I got older I'm like I can't do that anymore I gotta work I gotta work the week and in my head I'm like wow like people had the mindset that relaxing and taking vacation at the luxury that is something that is it shouldn't be a luxury though it should be something that you just do for yourself and it's needed and necessary like we were saying before it's just it shouldn't have to be something that's so far-fetched it should be something that's in your hands attainable accomplished mm-hmm. and just make that a part of part of life yeah because the money's going to be there your work's going to be there you're going to come back to it it's not like your loyal clients are ever going to leave you mm-hmm. you know unless obviously something crazy happens but 
it's so important to like, take a moment to yourself and really say like this life, the way that I think about it is like, this life is the only one that I will ever have that I know of. Like, I don't know about reincarnation. I don't know what happens after I die. So like, I would rather just like, and that's why I do all the things that I do too. Like I love slay the spray. I love hosting events. Like I love doing things like this, connecting with you. And another part of me is like, I love to travel and immerse myself. So I deserve that. And I know that no matter what, like my business is going to be okay. It's not going to fall into pieces where like I come back and there's no business left. It's going to be there. And I think that's something that a lot of women and business owners struggle with. Um, but I, what I like to do is, you know, I take a couple of vacations a year. I usually work during my vacations, like during like breakfast or something. So I'm not fully gone because that feels good to me while still fulfilling my own personal hobbies, which is, you know, traveling and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, one thing that I always remember is like, this person was telling me, they're like, you know, when you're young, you have the energy, but you typically don't have the money. And then when you're older, you know, to travel, um, but when you're older, you have the money, but you have no energy, you know, like when you're older, when you're in your fifties or your sixties, like you're not going to go zip lining or like you might, but you probably won't go zip lining or like tubing or like doing all the adventurous activities that you might do when you're younger. So it's like, I never want to wake up one day and be like, my life just passed me by, you know, I do the scary thing because I like to be scared. Sometimes I like excitement. I like, um, I'm either like all or nothing. Right. So like, I love to do skydiving. I'm so fearful of heights, but I love to scare the shit out of myself for whatever reason. And it's what those moments are like, they make up my life so much. Like when I look back at my life, I'm like, I, I'm so proud of when I was traveling or when I was like connecting with people or just like having a romantic moment on the beach, like all of these beautiful moments that make up our lives. Like a lot of it isn't really related to the mundane stuff that we do every single day for work. A lot of what my memories are just like on a beach or surfing or hiking or like connecting at Slay the Spray, like one of my favorite moments in my life. So I hope that anyone that's listening, you know, you do do self-care, you do take care of yourself. And you realize that like, if you aren't fulfilled in your life, that you're just allowing yourself to kind of like, let it pass by. And sometimes we do need to do the scary thing in order for us to like, really achieve that fulfillment. And I wanted to just kind of open this up real for you to share any like last advice that you have for anybody that's listening that might be struggling with anxiety, depression, um, you know, being antisocial and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that like just look at the people around you or those people that you that you feel comfortable letting letting like ideas and into. And if you feel like that circle is complete, fine. Like I go to a um a group uh, every Tuesday morning. They're mostly real estate professionals, but they do a group with all different treats and stuff like that. And it's just like, that's the room I want to be in. Those are people that I want to be around. People that are going to put my name in different opportunities, people that I may use for work and stuff like that. It's like, and sometimes like people that I'm even close with now, they, they were once Instagram friends. Those are people who I'm like, you know what? They're good energy. They look like they're positive. Like I want them in my circle mm-hmm. or just like other, other people that do the same kind of um, like spray team, like in different states and stuff like that. It's just like, you want to make sure that you reevaluate your circle, who you're around relationships, whether it's like family, like personal relationships, just things like that. Just making sure that you're reevaluating them and making sure that 
you are your best self, that other things aren't tearing you down. Look at like work or different opportunities that you feel like are absolutely draining you mm-hmm. and just really like come to the core of like, is this, am I like, just know that you are worthy and that there's certain things that, that are around you that you can cut off that make you feel a lot better. Like mm-hmm. I definitely felt like, all right, now that I'm with my own boss, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be, be fulfilled in this and that. Like at the moment, yeah, it feels scary now because it's getting a little bit slower, but once we did like the five stars, like I, my books are getting filled till July. So it's like, I got to just relax. Like all the hard work that I put in, mm-hmm. it's it's coming out like slowly, but surely. Like I know, like you said, if I did take a little bit of time off, like my appointments are still going to be on the books. There's still going to be people that wait for me. It's just like, every, like you put the hard work in, you're going to get rewarded at the end. So mm-hmm. Don't be hard on yourself. Relax. Take a minute. I knew I just was like, oh, like, kind of trying to figure out if I was holding myself too accountable or hold, or just being like, oh, like I'm not doing enough or I'm doing too much. Just try to just relax, reset. Podcast mm-hmm. been very helpful for me. Just listening to them, kind of revalue my mindset. Just trying to rewire your brain and your mindset. Just find when you're speaking negatively about stuff, who's around you, what are you doing? And just kind of seeing like, what is making you feel that way? Because if you don't feel like that's you as a person and your best self, you got to eliminate some stuff. Whether it's just like people, work, tasks, just like certain routines, maybe it might be your diet, health, things like that. Once, once I kind of started feeling like, like a little sluggish, I'm like, all right, I'm going to book beauty services, make myself feel a little bit better. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to watch what I eat, maybe incorporate a little routine. Like I love iced coffee. So it's like in the morning, I'd like, I make sure I go to my coffee shop that I like. I go enjoy it just like the ambience and the ambiance of like, I, I just love it. Like just going in there. It makes me feel happy because I know I was studying like my real estate stuff in there. That was my place to go to and work, but it didn't feel like work because I just enjoyed being around there. So from that being a place I only went to sometimes, I'm like, you know, that's going to be my morning. I'm going to go there and just give yourself like little rewards. Mm-hmm. Not everything has to be like, oh, I can't do that. Oh, no, not once in a while kind of thing. Like, make every day your dream day. Like I, even when it was super nice that I made sure I went to do like a 30 minute walk to an hour walk, like mm-hmm. on one of the like most gorgeous drives in the city. And I was like, Whoa, like I actually get to do this. This is something I enjoy. Why did I limit myself from this? And I'm moving. So it's like just moving, taking in scenery, doing little things for yourself out of self love and self care Sorry, I'm rambling on, but no, I love it. <laughs> I think to- there's so many tangible things that people can take away just from what you've said. And I think the biggest thing too, like that you've mentioned, you know, just hang on the roller coaster of entrepreneurship is real. Uh, one thing that comes up for me is like, I always used to think that it was a fluke. My success was a fluke. That's what I would tell myself. And so these Imposter limited- syndrome, yes imposter syndrome. Like I was like, this isn't going to last forever. Cause like, I don't know how I'm like doing so well. And, you know, and then it would go down and then it would go up and then it would go down. And that's just the way of entrepreneurship. Like there's no really way to go around that. Um, but understanding that and having that in your mind where it's like, okay, when things are bad, I know it's fine. I know I can work on other things, marketing, whatever. And I know in the season that it's going to be busier, then I'm going to have to stop marketing and I'm going to have to focus on my clients because you're going to have the clients there. So just understanding that is a huge, huge difference, um, when it comes to mindset. And also like something that you mentioned a couple of times is like having that routine and 
what has worked for me in the morning, instead of just grabbing my phone and looking at my phone and then getting pissed off right away, because we had some like mishap happen, technical issue, whatever issues happening. Cause I wake up to all of that stuff. It's best to just leave my phone alone, do a meditation, do a visualization in the morning, get my ass up, go take a shower, brush my teeth, wash my face. And then um, a lot of the times, like now recently I've been stretching, which has been so helpful for my body because my back is constantly hurting after my baby for whatever reason. And it's just like such a game changer, getting yourself into this position of a mindset routine where you're like, okay, time to go time to kill it during today. And having just that set up for myself has been the biggest game changer. Um, even just this last one or two months that I've been doing it. So I hope that everybody that's been listening, um, you've been able to take away some, you know, great tangible tips for your own life. And if you are feeling this way, please know that it's not permanent. And if you need help, you know, you can seek help from your friends, from your family, from your loved ones, from strangers on the internet, you know, uh, if you need further assistance, you know, don't be afraid to go get like professional help from a psychologist or psychiatrist, therapist, whatever. Um, I plan on actually bringing in more therapists and professionals into the beauty business babes podcast to talk about things like this, anxiety, depression, ADD, ADHD, and really getting a feel for like how we can combat this together. Because I know that entrepreneurship is not easy. And I know that a lot of us are more similar than we are different dealing with all kinds of mental things that we need to help each other overcome together. So I want to thank you, Brielle, for being here so much. Thanks for everyone who's listening. And if you guys want to chat with Brielle, where they, can they find you? So either my personal, that's at Brielle Camiolo, um, but I'm definitely a lot more active on my spree team page. That's at DD Philadelphia. That's D-E-I-T-Y Philadelphia. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, not really on TikTok, but Instagram's our, our main social. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Beauty Business Space podcast. Hey, beauty business babe, if you are loving this content, you're loving these episodes, I would love for you to write a review and better yet, instead of just leaving a review and rating the program, screenshot it and share it over on Instagram stories and make sure to tag at I am underscore Kelly Ann. I cannot wait to glow and grow with you in 2022 and beyond.